Oh no. Hello everyone and welcome to Oh No with Anna Campion. I'm your host, the illustrious Anna Campion. Um, still no name change on my end. Um, despite Anna, you know, not being like the best name I would have picked out for myself. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, I'm joined today, uh, by one of my, uh, you know, I guess, I mean, the way we know each other is, is through, um, Among Us. So one of my, one of my super cool gamer friends, um, the amazing Lucas, aka Law. Hello, hello. Hi, Lucas. How are you? I'm doing well. Shout out to all the uh, the non William and Mary listeners. I'm, I'm yeah. one of the four. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> whoop, whoop. Woo! Yeah. Um. Yes, you are. You. Yeah. I think. Um. Yeah. You and like a handful of my New York friends. Uh. Are like the non William and Mary folks. Um. And hey, I'm happy to have you all here. <laughs> I'm sorry that this is so William and Mary centric. Um, yeah, uh, thank you for for coming on. Um, I know you had a fun night last night, and we're recording this at 11 a.m. So, and that's not always the best wake up time for someone who had a big night the night before. Yeah, it was fun times. Luckily, luckily, I live with a bunch of people, so I can still get down with it during COVID season. Yeah, that's true. And then you can just kind of like, when you pass out, you're already in your house. Exactly. It's good times. You don't have to worry about um, an Uber or anything like that, which is big. Um, where where are you in the world right now? I'm, uh, I'm upstate New York. Ooh. Yeah. I love upstate New York. I mean, with the snow, I don't, but you know. <laughs> Um, my aunt and uncle have a lake house, um, on, uh, uh, the Sacandaga Lake, which is right next to, like, Lake George, near, like, Saratoga Springs in that area. So, um, I've been hanging out there in the summer when it's very lovely, uh, since I was, since, like, 2000, when they, when they bought it for, like, the past 20 years. Um, but I haven't really experienced upstate New York ever in, like, the winter, which is when it's pretty intense yeah the lake effect is really fun you know a mm -hmm. couple feet of snow on addition to the regular mm -hmm. yeah well um you know even because i'm in i'm in brooklyn and even um this snowstorm we got um i mean it's cra like it's crazy like you can't really go outside and like i mean now like you know it's been you know in like the high 30s and low 40s so things have, and sunny so things have been starting to like melt a little bit but there's still like a solid foot and a half of snow on the ground that just won't go away um yeah that's, and in that snowstorm was crazy yeah and in the city we have like the gorgeous like snow trash where like people just like have been putting like my we um i feel bad because like i you know we I live with uh, three other people normally, but two other people right now. But uh, our, my third roommate is still at home. Hi, Elizabeth. Miss you. Um, and um, basically we, you know, like we get packages and, you know, like different, you know, recycling and, you know, we go through things. And um, so we just have a huge pile. We have like our, our trash can that's almost full and our recycling that's almost full and then like a box of other recycling stuff that's all full. But I'm like, I don't want to put this outside because it's just going to be like on top of the snow and it's not going to it's not going to get collected or anything like that. 
So I'd rather it just, like, chill out in our apartment instead of, like... You're telling me you it, don't love snowmuck? Having to walk through that slushy gunk filled with trash and bits of cardboard that have melted into it? It's pretty depressing. Like, it's pretty ick. Um... And I mean, it was gorgeous, like, when it was snowing, but after a couple days, it's like, okay, we get it. Like, you can melt now. Or it's just like, people, can we just, like, can you just, like, keep your, you know, old Amazon boxes in your apartment for, like, a week? Like, there's no reason that it needs to be, like, chucked into the snow, like, while it's still snowing. (laughs) Like, it's not, it's not that urgent, but... Hey, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the crazy one because I'm not a native New Yorker. Some people just love that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you originally from New York, or did you uh, do you live there for school? Uh, no, no, I'm I'm from PA. I've I've never been a city kid. Or oh, you're uh, Stroudsburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby. Where um friend of the pod yeah. Tommy is from. Correct, correct. Yeah, we have some. I'm. Some very familiar with Stroudsburg. Well. <laughs> um, yeah, from what I mean, I don't know you. You can probably comment on this, but it's. Um, I mean, Stroudsburg's like a legit like small town vibes. It's right. It's grown into that. Yeah, yeah. It used to be like um, very small, but now it's like small town. Like, ah, oh, your friendly like X Y Z comes from here. Right, and um, I I have Tommy so. I, Tommy and I have known each other since we were, um, you know, 18, like first day of college. And so, um, I've heard many stories from over the years about different, um, you know, situations that you Stroudsburg folk have gotten into that feel very like small town movie to me where it's like, you know, the cop coming and busting Tommy and, uh, and his girlfriend at the time, like, you know, uh, hooking up in, in in his car and like you know getting busted busted at parties and you know going drunk bowling and stuff like that. So was that your experience as well? Uh, I never got busted by a cop, but yeah. Um, well, I, I did kind of, but that that's not the same. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The the whole idea of like parties getting like broken up and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, uh, drunk bowling and that. Yeah, and we we also helped a serial killer one time on accident. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> um, Perdóname? So we do this thing called Tender Tuesdays where we go get uh, chicken wings and stuff on Tuesdays. And then we go sure. out and do other stuff. <laughs> and uh, I was 15 at the time. So they were all, like, Tommy and that friend group was, like, 17 or so. And mm-hmm. um, and so me and uh, I, I got into one of our friend's cars to, like, go to the secondary spot after wings. And some guy in a white van pulls up. It's like one of those creepy white vans. Windows no windows. On, windows yep. only on the front. Uh, yep. Big ass German Shepherd in the passenger seat. The guy is a bit uh, overweight. Very unkempt. Uh, unkempt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he, he comes up and he goes, Hey, uh, do you guys know how, how to get up to Canada? And we're like, what? <laughs> How to get up? How to get up to Canada? Yep. Yeah, to Canada. I mean, <laughs> I mean, north. We look at like, each, yeah. So we right? look at each other and we're like, uh, take take this highway. It will go up through New York. And, uh, and as soon as we say New York, it goes, no, 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 no. I cannot go to New York. And we're like, oh, um, take take this highway west then. 
And then he eventually, he starts to leave, and, like, we know, so when he pulls out to, I don't know how we were pulling out to get to our place, like, we notice the guy, like, is on his steering wheel going, like, looking left and right, trying to spot anything, and then he takes off, and we're like, well, that was creepy. Mm-hmm. And then three weeks later at another Tender Tuesday, one of our, because we, we told the story to our friends, obviously, because this was funny mm-hmm. as shit to us. Yeah. Um, and then three weeks later, our friend comes up to us and like, hey, do you guys remember that story you told us? And we're like, yeah. And he, he pulls out his phone and shows us a South Carolina news report of this guy got, getting arrested. Oh my, for killing people? Uh, for killing a, a, a girl, yeah. And, Jesus uh, Christ. If you remember that German Shepherd, uh, that, that became food. Oh no. And that's so, the name wait. of the podcast, folks. Oh no, that's hor that's horrifying. Yes, it is. Um, and oh, God, you know, sometimes like the thing is, like, if you had like, like, let's just say, for example, that like your dad, like one of your guys is like dad was like a cop or something like that, like. Like, you have to ask, act a little less weird if you're, like, a murderer that's going up to Canada. Like, you can't be like, no, I can't, I can't go through New York. It's like, oh, oh, like, imagine if one of you had been like, hey, dad, um, I got this guy's license plate and he was acting really fucking weird. Can you look into it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, then he would have gotten caught. I mean, obviously, it seems like he got caught, like, less than a month later. But still, it's like, you gotta play it a little it's not actually, it seems like it's not actually that hard to, like, get away with crime. And some bitches are just so stupid about it. Well, two th- two things for that. One, when we met him, I thought he was just like, ah, he might be a drug dealer or something. I'll let him, I'll let him get away, you know? Right, okay. Uh, and then two, I think the funniest part of that story is he didn't follow our advice. He got found in South Carolina. Yeah, so he went <laughs> south. <laughs> it's like, no, dude, that was, that was actually the exact opposite way of where you're supposed to go to get to Canada. Um, unless if by Canada you meant Mexico, which is a fully different He was just situation. trying to throw everyone off the trail. So weird. So weird. Um, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I, um, I, I, like, am a big, like, true crime fan and stuff like that, um, but I've never, I've never had an interaction. I mean, to my knowledge, like, maybe I, maybe I do know someone who... I've just missed out on the news reporter. They haven't, you know, been caught. gotten caught yet. I do. I do have. Um, there is someone who I went to high school and college with who I um, am positive. Am positive. I'm going to hear about them uh, hurting someone. Like I'm positive it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I mean, I went to a, like like we were saying before, small city. So uh, I know several people who have. <laughs> Oh my god, for real? Like that you went to high school with and stuff? Oh yeah, not not killers, but uh, assault. Uh, several people Jesus I graduated Christ. with. <laughs> well, y- you were just like Stroudsburg High School, right? Yeah, yeah. Just what normal. was your mascot? Uh, the Mountaineer, which is a go Mountaineers. <laughs> a uh, a mountain man who wields a musket and several bucky knives. Fitting. Yeah. Fitting, from what I can tell. So, um, as you mentioned b- before, um, you had a fun night last night. You got a little, you got a little drunk, 
uh, with your housemates, which is totally cool. I do it all the time. Um, and so you like drinking. You you have embarrassing drunk stories I'm a, to I'm, tell us? I, I got many a, a fun story. Um, I like drinking, too. Yeah. It's it's fun. I, I enjoy I, I did take a dry January, but yeah. Well, it's February now, so you're fine. I know. Yeah, that's that <laughs> past like three days have been fun. Yeah, I bet. I uh, bet. Yeah. Um, what's your what's your drink of choice? What's your uh, now? I'm a I'm a gin drinker. But back in the day, Ooh, I, would, I love gin. Back in the day, I would take anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> one weekend I consumed two thirds of a handle of um, Barton's, if you know that shitty bottom shelf vodka. I'm uh, I'm familiar with Burnett's, but not uh bartons uh it, it comes in a plastic case so you know that same with burnett so i think i think they're on this i think we're we're yeah. we're seeing the same thing yeah say, same idea behind them you, you um would bartons be like flavored no <laughs> oh <laughs> um what's it called what's it called yeah we i don't even remember how the house got it uh i think this was this is pre-covid day so we had like mm-hmm. a, a party and like i think someone brought it with them and we were like no, no, that's mm-hmm. that's gasoline. You will kill yeah, someone yeah. with that. <laughs> and so we like took it away from them. That's like um what uh it, it's that's that's like the vod the, it's like that sort of thing. It's like that in like um aristocrat, which I have a funny little tidbit about aristocrat. But um that's like almost to me. It's like what you buy when you're making like a student film. It's like this is <laughs> this is a prop. Like this is like we have we have a thirty dollar prop budget and like no one would actually you know. consume this. This is just we just put this no. on the set. Yeah, this is this is like this is for like people who are really having a rough time. Like this is this is for like broke alcoholics. So so yes, I was having a really rough. So I think <laughs> it was the next weekend. Um, me and my my girlfriend at the time had broken up that week. And I was just, mm-hmm. like, in the dumps. Mm-hmm. And me being a, a sophomore, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll solve this with drinking. This is how I'll feel yeah. better. Not, mm-hmm. Been there. Not, not knowing that that was just not going to help. Um, so at first I was just, like, with some, with some friends drinking it up, you know. Uh, I, got, I got some apple cider because we have a, an apple fest every fall. Duh. So you know, and I was I was doing uh, double shots, but like half vodka, half cider. You know. Oh yeah, like a little shooter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, heading up with some some friends, and then like I said, where they're like, "All right, we're done," and I was like, "No, no, <laughs> you're done. I'm not. Law's not done." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I keep going with it, and like just getting progressively more and more. To the point where, like, people take the bottle and, like, they're like, all right, we got to find hiding spots for this. Yeah, we got <laughs> we to gotta cool it here. And so, like, it's just, like, a fun scavenger hunt for me while everyone's like, I don't, is he good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, honey. <laughs> and then I'm sure you felt awesome the oh, following day. Yes, yes. So then it becomes Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. It hurts. It's it's a painful day. How do we how do we get rid of that pain? Mm-hmm. A little bit of the dog hair. Oh no no! 
I've never felt better with hair of the dog. <laughs> it's always just extended my hangover. I'll tell you, same same story here. <laughs> Sunday's going to be a painful uh painful reminder. So by so by hair of the dog, you meant like you went to the shelter and just like picked out all the clumps of hair out of all the different like oh, yeah. grooming tools or whatever and we're just like yeah, it's definitely. just it I was don't... an all day. It was an all day. Like, no, I just need a little bit more, and it'll, you know, it'll go away. Oh, it was a lot more, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So by the that's tough. Yeah, by the end of the weekend, I I polished off two thirds of a handle. By yeah, that's myself. a lot of that's a lot of booze. Yeah, it was an unhealthy amount. I do regret that. I, I'd say. I'd say. Um. Well, you know, we've talked about our dear friend Tommy, but um, Tommy's drink freshman year, um, and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but um, it's uh, basically um, he would go to the grocery store, the food line, and he would buy one of those big jugs of um, Hawaiian punch. Oh, is, it, is this jungle, and, jungle juice? Huh? Is this jungle juice? Oh, it's way less sophisticated oh, okay. than Jungle Juice. Um, by, like, one of the big leaders of, um, but it had, like, a handle, do you know what I'm talking about, of the Hawaiian Punch, and would drink, like, half of it, and then pour um, aristocrat vodka into the rest of it. And that was, like, like we, um, at William & Mary, there's, um, in the spring and, and fall semesters, the last day of every class, uh, the last day of classes is called blowout. And it's, uh, you know, like a sort of unofficial tradition where, you know, you just get shit-faced, like, all day. It's just, like, a huge day drink. And um, that was Tommy's blowout drink, like, freshman and sophomore year. And I think I had it a couple of times, um, and it it did the job. <laughs> it, uh, it worked. But, um, I think, uh, I, I think, you know, once you turn 21, it's, uh, and you're like, oh, I can, like, go buy, like, an alcohol I actually like. I don't have to just, like, steal it from frat parties or whatever. I don't need to suffer anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or if I do, it's, it's, I can suffer with my own poison. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to take a poison, uh, that I, that I don't like. Um, yeah, I, uh, it, it was interesting. I don't know. Were you like a, like a high school drinker? Uh, I was the high school bartender. Mm, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I drank like a, you know, less than five times in high school, uh, just because I was always designated driver and I just kind of like... It was never, like, it just, like, logistically never seemed worth it to me to, like, have to, like, skirt around my parents like that. Um, especially because, like, but even by the time that I was, like, a junior and a senior in high school, they would, like, I, I love hard cider. That's, like, my, that's my, uh, that's my nectar and ambrosia, you know? And, like, by the time I was, like, 17 or 18, they would, like, you know, buy me, like, a six-pack every once in a while, and I, I could have one with dinner, like, you know, every once in a while. Like, it was, it was very, like, uh, sort of low-key, like, their attitude towards drinking, so I was like, eh, I just, whatever. Um, so then, when I got to college, 
um, I fucking lost my mind. Like, I, <laughs> I, I absolutely, like, um, basically, uh, I don't know, d- does your school have, like, like, a new student orientation, like, a freshman orientation? Uh, we do. Yeah. So we, we have it, we had it at William & Mary, too, and, you know, I'm not sure how your school does it, but my school, it was, like, you know, you go through how things like Title IX and alcohol safety and also, like, you know, how to email your academic advisor and just kind of, you know, it's kind of like a crash course and sort of, like, the basics that you need to know for, like, your first, you know, year or whatever. Um, And so we had just done, like, an alcohol safety thing and, you know, I was, like, you know, I I was under no uh, delusions of, like, drinking is fun and safe. Like, you know, it was, like, I was very aware of, like, the potential consequences that could come of drinking. Um, but, like, me and all my hallmates, like, we went out and, um, basically, uh, you know, I, so, William & Mary's is in Williamsburg, Virginia. I went to high school in Northern Virginia. And, and so I knew a lot of people who were already there at William & Mary. So, like, I knew, like, um... I knew probably, like, three or four guys who had gone to my high school, McLean High School, and then went to William & Mary, and they, um, you know, I got to William & Mary, and all of a sudden they were very, uh, into the idea of me coming to their parties, (laughs) um, and, and so, like, they, uh, like, that night they were like, oh, like, you know, our frat or whatever is having a party, you should, like, come and bring, and bring, like, your friends, because, uh, you know, at, I mean, I still have very hot um, friends who are girls, but at the time I also had <laughs> um, hot girlfriends. And um, so I was sort of like the ringleader of this expedition. Um, rolled up with a pack? Rolled up with a, with a pack of 18-year-olds, you know, skinny jeans, Converse, uh, tank tops. As Sean Kingston um, would say, boots with the fur. Boots with the fur. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a very small fruit to reflect how the the white girl ass of this uh, <laughs> of this group, like like a like a like a kumquat bottom jeans or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, we roll up to this party, and I, you know, I was like, listen, girls, listen, gals, <laughs> um, you know, we're gonna be safe, you know don't, like, you know, like, don't leave your drink unattended, like, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I'm trying to, like, you know, be, like, responsible. Um, and now, and I don't know what happened between that talk and us getting to the party, but it was, like, everything that I had said, I was just, like, but it doesn't apply to me. So, like, I was, like, I was double fisting, like, jungle juice. I was, like, I, and, you know, it was, like, one of those it was very stereotypical where, like, the jungle juice was literally in, like, you know, a fucking storage tub, like, (laughs) and you were, like, scooping it out with the red solo cups. It was, like, I mean, a miracle that I wasn't roofied, like, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, I got really drunk, and then we were going to, it it was, and that was, like, the pregame, and so I got really drunk oh. and, and, um, 
then it, it was time to go to to the party party and basically i we sort of met my group of young gals we ran into this group of young men and um you know it was like they were at we we were all sort of leaving this pregame and going to the party at the same time so we ended up just kind of like falling into step with them and the guy i fell into step with um was the most infuriating person i'd ever met and i fell in love with him like instantly like i was like i was like he um he like was kind of giving me like a lot of shit which i was into um and but he was also like awful um and he kept like saying like really derogatory things and so i was like um and so i got fed up with him and i was like i and so i was like you can't like say this shit like this is really bad like and he was like whatever like i can say whatever i want and i'm like i mean yeah but you also shouldn't um like this is really this is like shitty of you to say um you can i'm really drunk you yeah um yeah and like you know um but unfortunately i was really drunk and i still found him like very charming like it was a very it was like an unfortunate it's like i kind of felt like i was in a scene it's like i was sort of like i was experiencing the moment but i was also watching the moment and like as i was experiencing it i was like oh i hate this motherfucker and then as i was watching it and i was like you want to fuck him so bad <laughs> and like and um and i did tragically um and uh so basically we like we like get to the party and he's like driving me up the fucking wall um and i later found out and i didn't remember it at the time but he and i got into a screaming match apparently um and all my friends were like what the fuck are you doing and i and i was like i don't know but I need to keep doing it. And so basically we, we get to the party. He's driving me up the wall. He's following me around the party. And um, he is like, okay, listen. If you make out with me, I will never use this derogatory language again. And I was like... I was like, for real? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, if we make out right now, I will never use this language again. And I was like, okay. And we made out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, like, a couple thoughts are happening in my head right now, at, at the time. Um, so, like, on the one hand, I'm like, I am unfortunately very attracted to this guy. And I do want to know what it's like to make out with him. On the other hand, I'm like, I, frankly, I'm doing community service. <laughs> like I am, I am, I am making this man better. Taking a bullet for by the doing, team. by doing the bare minimum. Um. And then, like, all my friends are watching me, and they're like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" Um. So yada yada, we make out. Um, and then we, you know, exchange numbers. Uh. We later go on to date, um, but we broke up after he, um, was, after I had to pick him up from jail and I found out he was cheating on me. So that, uh, was the end of that love story. But, um, 
I mean, like, looking back on it, it, I mean, number one, it's hilarious that, like, I, I hooked up with him. Um, and I think I needed to do it because I never, well, okay, I need to do it for a couple of reasons. One, when I was in high school, you know, I never drank, I never hooked up with anybody that I didn't, that, like, wasn't, like, my boyfriend, you know what I mean? And also, I'm now gay, so, like, I think I needed to, like, just completely, like, run that course of, like, all the potential men I could be attracted to, and he he tragically made that list. You gotta get the, um, the really bad one in there. Yeah, I had to get the, you know, uh, I mean, granted, the charges were dropped, but the felon. Like, I had to, <laughs> I had to do it. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, it was, um, like, I look back on it now, and it's, like, on the one hand, I'm like... Like, that wasn't good. But then on the other hand, I'm kind of like, you know, it, it's a valid part of your experience. Got one on the bingo chart. Yeah. It's just so funny that, like, I hooked up with this guy who I apparently got in, like, a screaming match with at a party. Like, on, on and this was, like, my third night being at college. <laughs> like, that, what the fuck? That is something. Yeah. Enemies to lovers. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite trope fast not slow yes exactly exactly fuck a slow burn uh. mm, but that's me i don't know i mean earlier you you mentioned uh roofies do you want to hear about the time that i got roofied i absolutely want to hear about the what number one are you okay uh i actually got hypothermia because of it oh my god no frost burn though, so I, I'm fine. Or frostbite, whatever you call it. Uh, yeah, and uh, we we don't. No scientists listen to this. It's fine. <laughs> hey, fuck, fuck the scientists. Fuck except, science. Except not actually, because I am trying to get my my vaccine. <laughs> yes, ditto, ditto. I love science. <laughs> hey, scientists, I'm so sorry about that one. You know. Yeah. I, I, if I could backpedal, I would. I've been believing you for years. I read I read an inconvenient truth when I was twelve. Please solve climate change. Yeah. All right. So tell me about the time you got roofied. Let's let's um, hear about this. I was at a a band party. Uh, yeah. And um. A band party. Yeah. Okay. Uh, band kids go fucking bananas. This was the first band party I went to. I thought it would be calm. It was not. Mm mm. Never. Never. Um. Because one of my one of my housemates was in band and like he's the quietest kid i know you know he's just very like calm i did not mm-hmm. realize he went hard like that because mm-hmm. once we got there he was like in his zone mm-hmm. um but anyways so you know how like at parties you you have like friends that like they that you're, that's your friend for the party you know you'll yes, never yes. meet this person again but like in that moment that's your that's your bro for the party it's yeah. like i got it's like Brother, we are in war together right now. Yeah, yeah. So there was this gal there who, like, I became like, we're on, we're on the same level. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm by. So we, I was like, so I was like, we're hunting for men tonight. Me and you, we're gonna find something. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, and some guy gives her a drink. And I'm like, I don't trust this. Let me try this mm-hmm. first because, like, this guy's creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't like his vibe. And so mm-hmm. I do. I, and I don't know why I decided... I was already drunk at this one, so I don't know why I decided to try the drink instead of just pouring it out. But I was like... I drank that, and like, I started to realize something was off. 
Yeah, that's, that's, you know what, you were having drunk logic, because it was, like, the, the rational, so it was, like, the rational part of your brain was, like, correct, where it was, like, this is a creepy guy who's giving my friend a drink, and I have a bad feeling about it, and so the correct thing to have done would be to just pour it out, but you're already kind of wasted, and so you're, and, and this is, like, your friend. I want like, to this find is your party out. friend, so you're, like, and so you're, like, I'm gonna, you're like the king's taste tester. You're like, I'm gonna take the bullet. I'm gonna take the bullet if there is a bullet. You know what I mean? When it's like, no, neither of you have to take the bullet. Yeah. Yeah, so... I do that, and I start to realize something's off, and I'm like... I I gotta get out of here. I'm going to... Mm-hmm. I, this is not good. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I... Mind you, I have, like... My housemates here. I could have hitched a ride with them and, like, gotten to safe air... No, I just, my dumbass decides to just go outside and start to head back to my house, which is like, again, more than a you mile. You the, cor- more the than- correct instinct, the wrong execution. Yeah, so I decided to go back to my house, which is like, I, I live on a pretty big campus, so this is more than a mile and a half journey. Um, mm, in upstate New York. In in the dead of winter. In the Tough middle call. of the night. Yep. Um. So I, I try to get back to my house, but like halfway through, like, I'm, I'm, my, my memory's going in and out now, but, like, I'm on, like, Google Maps, like, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to get back, and I cannot read this map. I end up, like, <laughs> I go past my house another mile. Oh, my God. And I'm, like, I don't even know where I, there's, like, a factory near me and shit. I, I end up in the middle of the park is one part I remember. Um... But eventually, I do make it back. It, it, after a couple Thank hours, God. Thank out. God. But like, I was cold to the touch. Like, um, apparently, there was a police search out for me. Hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, it was an intense thing. Do you know, like, what you do? You think it was just like GHB? Uh, so they were out to search me because I was reported missing. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't know. What no, GHB I figured. That is. No, so, um, that's, like, the common roofie drug. Oh, I have no clue. I don't know nothing um, about those things. Yeah, it's, like, uh, it, because it, like, um, it's, like, a liquid and it mixes in really easily. Like, you can put it in water and you won't taste it, which is why it's kind of, like, the sort of common thing to, like, roofie people with. Um, but, I mean, it sounds like you were almost, like, um, tripping, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, like, what it seems to me that, like, like, it's one thing, like... It's a lot of memory in, memory out. Like, I was still able to control my body to a degree, but, like, there's times where I was, like, collapsing and whatnot. Yeah, it seems like, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not an expert on, um, on drugs necessarily. Like, I'm not a big, uh, I've never been a big drug person. Um, but that's, like, a really weird, that's... It's so sinister. It's just so... I just fucking hate people that, that it's like... Hey, uh, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I'm pretty sure that I... I don't think I got roofied, but there was one party my sophomore year that I went to where... And I said this in um our last episode, too. Um, I've never blacked out from drinking. Um... And the way that, like, just my body works is, like, if I drink too much, like, I throw up. And that's sort of it. Like, um, 
and uh so I went to this party and it was like probably the most drunk I ever got on the least amount that I drank um and uh you know me and my friends like found out later that like uh we never figured out, like, what they put in, like, you know, the, the, the drinks, but, like, they put something in to, to make people significantly more drunk, um, and it wasn't just, like, a ton of alcohol, like, I think it was, I think it was, unfortunately, some kind of drugging kind of situation, um, it's just so fucked up, it's, like, why do that? <sighs> some people it's like, are just shitty like that. Yeah, and I guess it's just, like, I don't know, it's just, like, you know, it's just so wrong, you know, and it's, and we've known it's so wrong for such a long time, and so it's, like, when people do it, it's, like, you only have, like, really sinister intentions, like, there's nothing, like, you're not just making sure people have a good time, like, you're, this is, like, actively sinister, what you're doing. Rufy is not a party drug, it is a- No, no. Serial killer drug. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fucking rapist drug. Honestly, it's it's. I'm sure that fucking you know guy in the van is very familiar <laughs> with GHB. Uh, it's fucked up. But anyway, I still love drinking. To be honest. Shout out to drinking. It's, Fun times. Shout out drinking. I mean, if you're you know if you're an alcoholic, like, um, I support you and I love you. Um, I'm just glad, I'm just glad I'm not, um, because I'd be bummed if, if I was, um, because I also, like, I don't really like weed, um, it makes me, it doesn't make me a good person, like, it just makes me really paranoid and, like, not, and anxious and, like, not very fun, so it's like, if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna drink a beer, you know? Yeah, no. But... I don't, I don't have many fun weed stories. I feel like weed, it just makes me hungry. That's all it does. Yeah, it's just like, it, it, um, yeah, I remember, uh, like, I think something happened my sophomore year where I just, like, had too much weed one time, and I, I've just never been able to, like, I smoked too much in one sitting, and I've never been able to, like, enjoy it since then. Like, I think I hit, like, my cap, like, forever, um, which is fine. Uh, you know, honestly, it's expensive. Um, and hard cider is delicious, so I'm fine with it. But, um, so what I like to do is wrap up these episodes with sort of like a question that encompasses the theme. So if you were any sort of, um, you know, cocktail or, or beverage, what do you think you would be? Oh, um, that's a, that's an interesting one. I feel like I'm like a shot of like cheap gin like beef eaters (laughs) i'm not like expensive but i i get the job done you know you're reliable i'm reliable i don't taste bad i just don't taste good it's like it's like you're an acquired taste you get the job done you're reliable and and you're not gonna make a big deal out of it you know what i mean like you're relaxed like you're 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 willing to just kind of like do what needs to get done and then move on with your life. I'm there. I'm ready. I'm gone. I hear you. Um, I think I am probably some a variation on like on like a rum and coke or a gin and ginger. 
some some sort of well drink like that because I I think that I am like fun and flirty and like you know a treat um but like I'm I'm also I'm not super high maintenance like again I'm I'm reliable like I I'm gonna give you the same result every time and we're gonna have fun while we're doing it you know what I mean a little party a little, a little party, but nothing, again, not, nothing not, to... Not, not fancy, but just, you know... No, nothing to involve. A little fun. Yeah, and just a little, you know, like, it's a treat. It's a fun time. But, again, I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it, you know? I'm not gonna make you, like, put me in a shaker full of ice. There's no, there's no difficultness you know? in this. <laughs> I'm very easy. That's <laughs> 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 so weird. All right. Well, Lucas, thank you so much for being on Oh No with Anna Campion. It's been an absolute treat to have you. Um, Do you, is there anything that you want to like plug or like? I'm plugging me. Hire me. I need a job. I graduate. Okay, word. I graduate this semester, please. If you, if you work at a company that's hiring, I do. I'm a liberal arts kind of guy. So, you know, put me anywhere that doesn't do math. (laughs) Should I, should I, uh, should I link your LinkedIn? (laughs) put my resume in there yeah here's here's lucas's website like he's he's really great um yeah okay cool yeah so please hire lucas he's awesome and then on the podcast end so lucas i'm going to be sending you stickers um as a thank you for being on um if you uh you know if you haven't been on the podcast and you want to get stickers um there's a very easy way to do that if you donate to either the patreon or our coffee um then i will send you stickers it's easy as that um and on the patreon uh you also get access to um ad free episodes when my uh shit gets monetized and um i'm hoping to come out with a new sticker design sometime in the next couple months uh so whenever that is uh if you're a patron you will get one of those stickers as well um and then coffee yeah it's just like you know it's not it's non-committal you know you can just donate a buck or two whenever you want and uh i'll send you a sticker um and then yeah we're at oh no the pod on instagram and twitter please give us a follow um like subscribe rate review on uh you know spotify itunes anchor whatever whatever you're listening on and if you are listening on itunes please give us uh you know a five-star rating and a review if you can um review it's super easy to do um you know you can literally make your name anna sucks and talk about how shitty i am at podcasting but if you give me five stars it doesn't matter um so yeah, uh, and yeah, I think that's it. Not to, for... me- not to mention, if you uh, do Patreon, you get your name shouted out right now. Oh yes, 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 yes. You do get your. Thank you. I knew I was forgetting something. Yeah. Um, you do get your name shouted out here at the end of the podcast, uh, every episode, which is awesome. Um, yeah. And speaking of, I do have a, I do have a new patron, the lovely Sarah. So I got to add her in, uh, to the end of this episode, which is exciting. I love recording new patron credits. Um, gives me something to do. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Lucas, again, thank you so, so much. Love you. <laughs> um, and folks, I will catch you on the flip. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to all my patrons, Grace Murray, Lindsay, Morgan McCarthy, Alana Coleman, Kira Sears, Jillian Townsend, Schaefer Nelson, Clay Moyhan, 
Haley Pregnall, Caroline Phelan, and Sarah DeVellis. You guys are the best, and if you are interested in getting a shout-out like this at the end of every episode, please check out the Patreon. Ono's theme song was written, performed, and recorded by Katie Stahl and Mackenzie Haight, and the amazing cover art was done by Devante Burse, at Devante Burse on all socials, at Designed by Devante on Instagram.